everybody. Welcome to Dr. Polygon's Game Clinic. Nope, we, the doctor we, will see you now. There is no Dr. Polygon's Come on game in. Clinic. You're a little bit late for your appointment, but how, is your insurance information up to date? Your game insurance? I do think this insurance thing is very fun, but Griffin, we decided it's going to be called Cool Games Inc. now, and I think you could still have fun with that. You could do a bit about maybe you're a, a factory foreman, or uh, let's try that. You're a factory foreman. Go. All right. Hey, boys. I, I, hey, boys. It's me, Ernie. Maybe we could do something else, and you know, we can decide over the course of the episode. It doesn't have to be right now. Okay. And I would say... Hey, you didn't like Ernie? Hey, it's me, Ernie. I got six kids and ten wives and two husbands. I do. There's, man, Ernie is an interesting character. There's a lot more to him. I See, I do this thing sometimes where I, like, very quickly reach a conclusion about somebody before I get to know them. I'm a little well, that's Well, that's, that's the definition of bigotry. Yeah. I like to, like, when I'm coming up with, a like, a character, an original IP, I like to figure out, like, how married they are. And yeah. how many how many kids they've made across their different marriages. And do you I guess you can't really, but do you divvy those up among his different husbands and wives on the fly, or is it kinda Yeah, and I divvy them up if I die. My life insurance policy is split literally a dozen ways. And that's just wives and husbands. No, is there that's before we even get to the children. Is it legal to put it in your will? Never. Like, which none of this is legal. <laughs> Can you make the various leftover wives and husbands marry each other? Can you write that in? Just to make sure nobody's That's up lonely. to them. What they do at my wake after I'm gone, that's up to them. Um, of course, all this has to take place in the underground of Salt Lake City. Only place where this level of bigamy is totally smiled upon. <laughs> oh, and by smiled upon, just like the government does not know. Anyway, yeah, make the video games here at Cool Games Inc. Hmm. So that's Ernie. That's our our new thing. That's Ernie. Our- that's just like one of the things that we, we do here at mm-hmm. Cool Games Inc. We mm-hmm. lapse in and out of... Uh, characters like ernie yeah we go into fugue states nick <laughs> how's the how's the well first of all let's can we check on the roi of grandma once at al dente mm-hmm. should we open up each episode by checking on, on the 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 fucking success of our I, last uh ip I, I, i'm gonna a, i'm gonna uh, crown you right now this the the cfo mm-hmm. of cool games inc okay now that we've decided we're a corporation you are the chief financial officer i would like to know just like a quick uh just give me the the bullet points of like how it has performed in the open market well, let me give it to you in the form of i think you like a compliment sandwich all right so in okay starting but it will be like a compliment sandwich reverse like a compliment open face sandwich uh with no bread we didn't sell any copies of the game shit that sucks it's it's kind of a keto were the graphic were the graphics not good the graphics were very good, uh, oh, but there shit. was only. Like, what's the, what's the fucking problem? Here's man? the problem, and this is something I think we should have thought about when we scaled the project. The graphics were really good, but there was only one of them. That sounds like a picture. Yeah, there was only one graphics, <laughs> which is to say, there was no. Uh, it was a picture, is what I'm trying to say. It was a okay. big. We did, and I was surprised that, like, I guess they're getting more lenient when you try to pass cert on Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. and Wii U, but. Uh, they did let us sell a JPEG on a on a Blu-ray, and, and I did how, not think how we, we do. How do we do? Oh, we, none. You already said it. We none. didn't sell any copies of it. Okay. Um, however, we did have 155 pre-orders, and in a lot of ways, like you might come back to me and be like, "But, but Nick, we still made no money." And I yeah. would say, All, "Yes, those pre-orders were canceled as soon as the first preview for the game went up." Was the pre and the preview was just like. Uh, on on polygon.com it was like a screenshot it was like this is literally yeah this is it uh, Chris, well then shit it sounds like we lost money because there were a ton of pre-order bonuses mm-hmm. for example was, other better games was one of the pre-order uh, bonuses I think. yeah there was a plushie of pasto mm-hmm. who was the of course the mascot everybody who pre-ordered got a free connect would act which actually didn't end up costing us anything microsoft just wanted those out of their warehouse yeah, so they, that was not a problem yeah they're basically you you draws at this point anyway <laughs> Well, onward and upward. No mm-hmm. use onward crying next over, one. On no use crying over spilled milk. Nobody, nobody hits it right out of the gate on the first try. Yeah, you think Babe Ruth stepped up to the plate as a fucking baby and hit hit a home run? No, I actually did think that was where his name came from. Is that not why he's called Babe Ruth? Because he was been hitting homers since he was a, a tyke. No, it's not actually his real name. It's not Baby Ruth. No, Baby Ruth's not. Well, Babe Ruth isn't his real name. Okay, his real name. It's something funny. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I'm really happy with the submissions we've gotten this week so far. I've just been casually, they've been popping up on my Twitter feed, and boy, oh boy, I think I think they're very good. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at some of these right now. It looks like we got uh, P-Soccer. <laughs> that's, you see? From Joseph I, G. Say. I'm not, so. I think that's bad, and like I don't think we should reduce ourselves to that level. I also want to say we got a lot of people who are saying, 
something along the lines of uh, a sequel to Grandma Wants It Al Dente. Really? And to, to these people, I would say, quit trying to put us in a fucking box. No. We got, a, we got a lot of runway. Maybe here. episode three, when we run out of ideas, we'll do that. But yeah. we got other things to explore. So, for, real quick, I know we're not going to do peace soccer. But I, my reason might be different from your reason. Why don't you want to do peace soccer? Oh, because it's yucky and gross and bad. Okay. My concern is that it's not really in Cool Games Inc.'s milieu. So to unless, speak. unless, 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 unless. I'm thinking unless. it's a tabletop game. And unless, we don't really unless. Do that. No, 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 no. Unless it's one of those like dope ass screen games that they have like above some toilets in Japan. You, you recently went to Japan. I don't know if I, you went to any of those. Griffin, I was. I might have a video of myself playing one of those games that I've not shit. published anywhere. Yeah, don't publish it because. Yeah, don't publish it because you're peeing, Nick. I shouldn't have to tell you not to publish a pee video of yourself. Well, I figured, you know, if people don't like it, then go subscribe to someone else's YouTube channel. I was in a, I was in like a, like a uh, strip mall type thing in Odaiba, mm-hmm. uh, and I had just gone to the Sega amusement park and had just a terrible time because it's not good. Um, but then I went to a bathroom there and I was peeing and I looked up and there I was playing like a little sumo wrestling game with my urine and I was like, this is great. So maybe we could do something like that with pee soccer, but, um, I mean, we'd have to localize it to Japan. Yeah, I think that must be a Sega specialty, because when I did it, it was at the Club Sega in Shibuya, which actually just shut down this week, mysteriously. Um, but it was a different game. It was like you're peeing, and there was a foot race. You know, you don't know something I learned, by the way, trying to make that video? Huh. It's really hard to do a second take of a pee-based <laughs> video. I kind of had to walk around the arcade for an hour or two and, like... Take, it's yeah. hard to do a mul- bev, like a second you, try if you don't yeah, nail you, it on the first go. You really got to bev up. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that submission. How about I want to talk about Matthew Subikowski, mm-hmm. um, who suggested "Big Boy in the Small Town." Okay, I think maybe just I like the title more than I like the concept of it. Unless the concept of it is you're just a big boy in a small town. I think of the VR implications of that being mm-hmm. a big big boy. I'm thinking of a big boy right now. Okay, see, my one thing I like about it is that. Our first project may be a bit too ambitious. We we didn't scope properly. It had a high, high budge and a real, real low payout. Uh, none. And I, I think the temptation... None was, none was the payout. Right. That was a, a good example of how low it was, was the fact that it was zero of, uh, of money. But I think the temptation with VR would be, oh, what if you're a small boy in a big town? It's like, no, that's a lot of asset generation. Yeah, what yeah, if you're yeah. a big boy... And it also solves the VR problem of wanting to walk around, because you're really... The whole town goes only up to your waist... Yes. You're kind of locked into Te- the town. Textures will be much easier. Mm-hmm. We don't need those fucking rage mega textures. No, we need we need micro textures. We, we well, that could be a thing itself. That could be a problem too. Is how do we go, get these textures so small? Yeah, shit. I'm just imagining like going around and like grabbing a building and ripping it, ripping it up, putting it in your mouth like the fucking uh, honey. I blew up the kid. Mm-hmm. And you remember that when he like grabs a car with the boy and the, 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 the young man and young woman and he stuffs it in his diaper, but then they're like on a date inside of his little brother's diaper. Hey, that's gross. I'm thinking about it now. That's real gross. Do you think they could have come up with a better name to the Absol- sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Literally blew anything up? else. Yeah. It's like, that's, fuck, that's clickbait almost. That's because yeah. that's not what happens. Joey Betledge sent in, get a load of that dog. Okay. We had a, we had a pretty good dog based suggestion last week. So maybe we, I, again, I don't want to paint ourselves into a corner, but re- seriously, Nick, mm-hmm. get a load of that fucking dog. Would you get a load of that dog? Check out that dog's style. He's it's it's he's flying a plane. <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a style. Yeah, I was that's thinking about style. it. I was thinking about like what a dog could be doing that would cause me to say get a load of that dog. <laughs> right, I was, like just wearing sunglasses. No, that's like half dogs now. Um, Griffin, but if a dog I'm, was flying a plane, it would be like, yeah. what the fuck? What? <laughs> Hold on, because <laughs> I'm trying to. Sometimes we we get a little, and I don't don't take this as a criticism, but we get a little too highfalutin with our ideas. They're not very grounded. I want you to paint me a picture of the exact like physical spatial situation in which you see a dog flying a plane. Identify. Well, it would the- not be. It would obviously it would not be like an airline jet. Hmm. Um. Although that would be cool. It would look pretty cute. Would, I bet. Look, hey, I, don't don't get me wrong. A dog flying any plane is still pretty good. Um yeah, I'm imagining like a uh like a brown-haired like retriever, sort of shaggy a little bit, something airbudly like but darker, and then just like flying a biplane like in the Rocketeer and mm-hmm. he's got a little scarf. 
that's like flying around behind. Fuck, I'm describing the Snoopy Air Dog game. You, Never mind. You are. You're, you're telling me, though, if you saw that, the thing you would say to me is you'd hey, tap on the shoulder that and dog. you'd say, hey, Nick, get a load of that dog. Well, no, I should. I'd probably say get a load of that plane yeah, that see, has a dog flying it. And that's the problem, and that's why we can't use this idea. I'm sorry. Damn it. Here's one that I really like from John Grimmer, who simply suggests reverse Pokemon. What does that mean? Well, you know Pokemon? Yeah. Flip that. All of a sudden, who's the there we're in the balls. The humans are in the balls. The Pokemon Do you ever think about how sick that would be? I wish I could get like shrunk down and like di- I guess they get like digitized and shrunk down and then they just live inside the Pokeball and inside of each one is like a little little home for them or are you like dead while you're in there? Are you just like in suspended animation? You don't you don't exist. Your consciousness ceases to be I remember right. as a boy reading a mad magazine where they showed the inside of the Pokeballs. And I was, fuck, I remember that too. It was real crude. It was like there was like a maybe a sexy lady Pikachu in Come one on, of them or something. Come on, stop it. I know. Don't, hey. I, I prefer the idea of just like, Ekans, go, Ekans. And you get out there and you use Bite and you kill the other Pokemon. And it's like, good work, Ekans, come on back. It's like, oh, fuck, wait, zip. And then like two weeks later, you pop out again. When it's time to fight something this week against you're, poison. You're out. suggesting a reality, though, in which Pokemon, their entire consciousness is nonstop fighting. And the minute they're done fighting, they're frozen in time before yes. they begin fighting all over again. Yes. That's a dark, it's a nonstop, they don't even, they don't even perceive sleep or rest. It's just their life from start to finish is one long protracted war against their fellow Pokemon until they white out completely. Yeah. It's rough. That's life. How about Nathan Duffy says hopeful juggler? <laughs> There's no such thing, but I'll I'll hear you this out. What's the, <laughs> what do you mean? Juggling, juggling, you're right, is the last resort of a hopeless person. Right. I think, like, video games, obviously, they're a fun place to explore fantasies, but the idea of a juggler with, like, yeah. aspirations, it's, <laughs> I, it's not I, Listen, I can't maintain an intimate emotional connection with another human being. My job outlook is, like, non-existent. I tried to develop a video game, but it just turned out as a single JPEG, and I lost my fucking shirt. Mm-hmm. I just gotta just try and keep a bunch of stuff in the air at the same time. I mean, it's such a it's such a transparent metaphor for someone whose life is out of control. They're like trying to keep these balls in the air. Like, okay, we get it, dude. You can't. This is the one part of your life where you can keep everything in the air at once. Yeah. Here's one from Spinks that I I don't know how you're gonna feel about it because it's a little. I'll just I'll just read it. Spinks suggests pig horny. No. Now, why not? Because it's yucky. I don't want to make yucky games. I want to make family-friendly experiences. Like, Grandma wants it out dente. It doesn't I feel like that's it, let's Let's take everything we learned from, from, from Grandma and just, like, throw it in the fucking dumpster. Because, obviously, it was a, a just a, a failure in every sense of the word. But I do like the idea of bringing families together. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't be like, hey, Dad, it's pig horny time. Well, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be sexual. <laughs> <laughs> that could just be the name. It could be an otherwise pretty innocuous puzzle platformer. Right. And then at the end, some pigs are fucking maybe. Yeah, okay. But it doesn't have to. Yeah, so it doesn't, for the whole part of it, that's just when it's like, kids, leave the room. These pigs are about to get real funny. I'm on level 99, son. Get out of here. (laughs) I'm at the the kill screen. (laughs) It's time to go. (laughs) Dropkick Pikachu says, a game where you have to do specific things during the day to have the coolest dream or nightmare at night. Which I really like. Cause yeah, but ex- that's, just, that's just my life. Let's gamify it. Let's gamify that life. Uh, that's basically what Media Molecules Dreams is about, though. And we don't want to step on their toes. I love those guys. That's true. It's, uh, after, after Grandma Likes It Al Dente, was ba- I mean, I didn't tell you this at the time, that was more or less ripped whole hog from a level I found on Little Big Planet 3. Well, shit. So. Aaron J. Amendola said, you got home to make dinner, but you bought hammers and not the chicken your partner wanted. Uh-huh. So I'm imagining a, this could be just to sort of expand it to a more broad thing. This could be a cooking simulator, but not for food. Okay. So imagine cooking, Mama. All right. But you're explicitly cooking non-inedible materials. I mean, that's the th- one thing that I didn't love about Cooking Mama is that what happened next was always really obvious. Yeah. And, like, I know how to cook spaghetti. I don't know how to cook a bunch of power tools. Yeah. Or, or even analog tools. Yeah. Um, 
Well, again, we're leaning a little bit toward. If we hadn't just done mm-hmm. Grandma Wants It Al Dente, I would hop on this idea because it's exciting. This idea of just like uh, mission one: cook a traffic cone. And it's like, well, fuck. And there's no recipes, right? And Cooking Mama, it's like I'm gonna cook curry, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, step one: chop the peppers. Step two so on and so forth. This would be a more freestyle, I'm imagining sort of a surgeon simulator experience where you just have a kitchen with a full physics engine oh, and then a, God, fucking, yeah. a fucking traffic cone just like I falls down this. from it, heaven and pops in the middle of the floor and it's like, I don't know, bl- I blend, I blend stumped. it. I mean, I you, guess, and I, you and I played that Hello Kitty Magic Apron game on the 3DS earlier this week. There's a video on the site of that. And that yeah. was kind of like a mix of Cooking Mama and Elite Beat Agents. This game sounds like a mix of Cooking Mama and The Witness, where you're just staring at this thing, like, completely stumped. Right. So there's, like, a traffic cone. Fuck, maybe this is the idea. But there's a traffic cone sitting in the middle of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you have a, you're just – it's an amazing kitchen. I'm imagining some MasterChef quality shit. And it's just, like, I literally don't – I guess I start by cutting it up. Right, you would want to cut off that like solid base of it, the like really thick rubbery part. That's mm-hmm. not going to be good to eat. Cut no. that completely off, and then you you strip the rest of it down like you're cutting up a like a green pepper, um, or an orange pepper. In this case, it is a traffic cone. And then once you've got that down into little strips, I guess maybe you saute it. See, I'm That's just coming do. up. I'm just like zip zing zing. This is the game. No, no, riddle me this. Is there like let's say you start cutting it up with like a cheese grater is there like a big red X that pops up and it goes er like you did the wrong thing or is it no open-ended? no no at the end of the no. The, the only evaluation is going to come at the end of it. I don't want you to get any fucking feedback until you hand uh, the judge, maybe it is Gordon Ramsay, your plate of, I did a, uh, uh, I slow roasted these scraps of this traffic cone for eight hours, and then I did a quick pan sear on them. They're just at the very end, and I seasoned it with paprika. And then Gordon Ramsay eats it, and he's like, well, it is a traffic cone, but you've done a good job. Well, see, what I love about Ramsay, and there's a lot of things I love about Ramsay, but one of the things I love that he does on his shows is he'll take a bite, he'll stare you dead in the eyes for 75 seconds without saying anything, you'll have no idea which way he's leaning, and then he'll just go, incredible. And that's, I want that tension captured in a video game. But if he doesn't like it, you know what he says? Fuck off. No, he he says, uh, damn. Like he's disappointed that the food yeah. wasn't better. Damn, God, that's the ooh. It's that's how he gets. It's you. good. Uh, it's gonna be tricky to get Gordo. But well, is it? Do you know that? Uh, I actually, you know what? I don't know that. Let me throw a, a, a gameplay twist in now. Okay. As long as we're exploring this, because I'm starting to get a little bit excited. Say you do use a number of implements to cook this traffic cone. And I'm just saying traffic cone. It could be literally anything. Yeah. You use a number of implements to cook this traffic cone, right? So you get a knife to cut the base off. You cut it into more manageable pieces. You run it through the cheese grater. And as you're running through the cheese grater, you hear a little buzzer. Go off. That means now you also have to cook the thing you were using to cook the original thing. Mm. Congratulations. The cheese grater is now part of the the ingredients. (laughs) It stacks like that. I love the idea, too, of like... The way you get the initial object being maybe not random or script, almost like if they, you know, guys' grocery games where they run through the grocery <laughs> store. I want guy groceries games in like a Lowe's hardware or something where you're just, or it's a different store yeah, every but, time. But at the end, you get to the, the checkout line and guy goes over your goods to decide what he wants to eat, and he just decides that he wants to eat your shopping cart. No. Like that's how that's how open ended I want this thing to be. Mm-hmm. We want so there's. I think something that you and I clearly both have a huge affection for is is procedural generation and like sort yeah, of absolutely. random unpredictable interactions. I want there to be systems in this game. I want there to be a twenty percent dice roll of a chance that guy's just going to eat. He's just going to eat one of your arms, and you have to do the whole thing with and one you have arm. To, oh like, my god! Cut off and cook one of your own fucking arms. Yeah. Mm. What if you're the food? What if you're not a human? You are just traditional food. That's and the the challenge mm. is to cook parts of yourself and make yourself just fucking delicious for Guy Fieri. Um, but while also maintaining enough of your like physical form that you can still like hold the hold the spoons. I do stuff. like that. God, I mean, I think this is an. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but like the no brainer correct developer for this is the surgeon sim guys because we're literally talking about a melding of the tech between yeah. surgeon simulator and i am bread right like yeah, this is shit. the baby of those two. but this is good we now we know who to who to hire out for this that's too obvious though because mm. okay. we've seen what they can do with it and frankly right. like i feel like maybe people would be more excited if you see um fulbright's name on it or something like that. right okay um i mean they fulbright to their credit 
it, they're not just good at the narrative stuff. Like, I've played Tacoma, and my favorite thing about the act of playing Tacoma is that you're in a space station and everything's physically simulated. Like, there was one time when, when at a preview for that game where I hit a button in a medical bay and a glove came out and all the fingers on the rubber glove were like flopping around in zero G with See, space. Perfect, perfect. They know their physics, man. It's, yeah. it's, don't underestimate them. Now just imagine that hand, there was a hand in that glove and it was your hand and you had to cook it for Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. This is now. We're moving in two directions, though, aren't we? It sounds like it. And I also noticed that we have not said Gordon Ramsay's name in a while. It's really easy to... If I say Guy Fieri in front of you, I need to know what I'm getting myself into, because it seems like that's... Yeah. You kind of become very honed in on on Guy. Yeah, be, be careful. I've got I've got tunnel vision for the mm-hmm. for the guy. <laughs> for the fiery one. Um. Yeah, let's backpedal. Guy's too obvious. Gordon Ramsay. I mean, Gordon Ramsay, you're going to pull down a way bigger audience, too. That's Everything true. that dude touches is fucking gold. Oh, we are we, have are we a, thinking? I mean, I don't know why. If if in the game we're not limiting ourselves to food, I don't know why we're limiting ourselves to like the the Guy Fieri's and Rachel Ray's of the world. Like, let's get away from cooking. Who who in the world? If you could f- feed anyone a piece of Griffin, who would you feed it to? No, I, I'm not. I, I'm also less excited about the cooking yourself idea. I, Honestly, thing, I find it fucking grisly. I'm way more excited about the idea of like serving somebody up a plasma screen television that you've yeah. cooked. So yeah. let's let's dial it back from you being the object and. It, and go full like I, I like the idea of you preparing the object and maybe and maybe like let's not give anything away maybe the last level the object is you i think that's a cool pivot but everything before it's, that, hey i'll tell you one thing it's art and it? it is art i take a look at that and i say that's art uh let's put a pin in this because we just got a billion fucking suggestions oh shit video. all right okay uh jen bennett said asmr fighting game <laughs> so that'd be good <laughs> just like imagining like a like a, a 2d a uh, single plane fighting game, but instead of like a punch sound, uh, there it would just be like, "Okay, first things first, you um, take this crinkle paper, and then mm-hmm. you would crinkle some paper, but it would be every like every punch, every contact." Are you or fighting maybe, with maybe, the, the maybe, sounds? Yeah, no, the, the no, no, no. You're, the, you're fighting with your fists and kicks, mm-hmm. but instead of it being like, ha! it would be like, you know what I mean? I like that. I like the idea of a. I mean, like, a lot of iOS games will say, hey, this is better with headphones. This is going to be a headphones mandatory game because it's – there's a – I think my favorite thing about fighting games in general is this – you know, you're familiar with the concept of Yomi, right? Of uh, uh, Yeah, no. This is the ultimate mind games, right? Like, you doing some binaural beats of, like, crinkling paper or slowly, like, licking someone's ear to the opponent, that is the greatest mind game ever constructed. I'm upset. Zach just says, compatible with DJ Hero 2 hardware, thanks. So, <laughs> I, think I think let's do a combo, whatever we decide to f- follow up with. If we do end up going with the inedible materials cooking sim, mm-hmm. uh, let's, like, I guess have a DJ Hero turntable I level. Love, I love that this podcast has really, really quickly become the go-to source for peripheral-based humor from about five years ago. I fucking love DJ Hero. Dude, DJ I, Hero rules. Yeah, That's it's great. Freestyle games, never made a bad game. DJ That's Hero, true. DJ Hero 2, Guitar Hero Live. Raymond Flint said, fish fans gotta fuck. <laughs> That's just true. Go to mm-hmm. Bonnaroo sometime. That's not a game. That's just like harrowing real life experience. Fish fans like to fuck. Fish fans need to fuck. Well, now we're just, now we are putting ourselves in that it's box. It's hard not we? to pigeonhole yourself. That's what That I'm was learning. such a good fucking debut. We're never going to beat that. Mm. I, I, I still love the inanimate object thing. I really do. It's very good. I'm just imagining, like, you, you get that game for Christmas, and you don't know what the fuck's up with it. You've never heard of it before. We still don't have the title, but when we figure that out, you get it, you open it up. What's this on the box? Well, I don't know what this thing is. You turn it on, you're in the middle of the MasterChef kitchen, Gordon Ramsay's sitting at the back, just sort of expectantly. We probably won't be able to get him to do voiceover work. We'll be lucky to get, like, just his visage rights. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting there, like, okay, so it's a cooking game, I guess, and then a a big like fucking stack of printer paper lands in front of you. It's like, well, what do you want me to do with this? And then you just start exploring. Mm-hmm. I love. And so this is this a VR situation? It doesn't have to be, but it I guess could it doesn't be. have to be. But I I love the idea. Like my my favorite type of game is the type of game where you're dropped into the middle of it and you just have to play with the tools you're given. And I love the idea of having the player sit there surrounded by tools. And it's very clear that they're being funneled visually uh, towards this this inanimate object. Are yeah. you thinking the stack of papers for level one? Because that seems like a tough 
kind of no, like a- oh my god it would have to be randomized i we cannot have a fucking game facts for this game because once you do the magic's gone it's totally. all about exploration i'm on some jonathan blow shit i've been playing a lot of the witness right, and right. i really like his whole thing about like hey do you want to walk through for my thing and you're like yes please i'm so stuck and then you click on here's my walkthrough for it and you click it and it's just a picture of him with the words fuck you over it it's um, it's tricky because he is based here in the bay area and i tweeted like hey guys i'm stuck on this puzzle he came and actually smashed my laptop yeah, he smashed to my it home. while you had it on your lap. I was playing The Witness on it. I can't play The Witness now. Yeah, you he can't play it my, anymore. He's like, you don't get to play The Witness. It was rough. Um, I mean, maybe he hacked. He did a DDoS attack on GameFAQs. The weak he, Witness can't went up. He took it down. He took it right the fuck down. And that's what I like. I like this idea of like the joys in the exploration. You will only get to play an animate object cooking simulator for the first time once. So, like, I, you can't have it be the same shit every time because well, then it'll be like, what did you do with the cooking paper? And it's like, well, obviously, I got it wet in the sink and then I ran it through the pasta shit. And then I cooked it like pasta. And it's like, well, well, fuck, that's right. Damn, that's right. I want people to, like, try and throw it in the broiler and then they burn the whole kitchen down. And Gordon Ramsay does die inside of it. I mean, that's what we're, we're talking about here is, like, the, the witness is, is great and that sense of exploration is great. But you can only play the witness for the first time once. And we're looking to make – we're looking to mix that sense of exploration with the replayability of a Spelunky, right? Yes. So, check this out. Are you familiar with Fifth Cell? Yeah, sure. Are you familiar with the Scribblenauts franchise? Absolutely. I'm, I'm thinking if we're looking to to min-max the quantity of inanimate objects in this game, there is no better place to go to than the people who put literally every noun yeah, in their game. That's a good point. Um, we could get here. I I think maybe we could just license it from them. I don't know that we have to bring them on board as a the developer. Scribblenauts we, tech. You're saying? Yeah, like hey, okay. bro, let me get let me get that dictionary. I mean, like that 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 does open up the possibility space literally infinitely. My my worry then becomes though that the more objects we add, how is Gordon gonna judge it in any way that feels meaningful to the player, or is it even about what Gordon thinks? Uh, I guess his his judgment would have to be completely random, huh? Because it's, <laughs> it's gonna be too hard for him to like if if this copy this DVD of of Yumi and Dupree uh, is cooked in the exact correct way, which is you blanch it first and then mm-hmm. you season it just really lightly with salt and pepper. And then you put it in the oven at 100 degrees for 20 hours. And then it's just perfect. You have to eat it like right then when it's hot. Um, well, it'll be like lukewarm because it's 100 degrees. Uh, but that's the perfect way to do it. And if you didn't do that, then I'm sorry. Damn. Right? You can't right. do that for literally everything in the game. So his oh. judgment's just going to have to be completely random. Is that going to take some of the satisfaction down to crack of these puzzles? It'll take all of it out. Yes. I really do think that if that's where the route we go, I don't think we can call it cracking these puzzles because there's not... They're not puzzles anymore. Okay, well then, what if he just likes everything? Well, there we go. Problem solved. What if What if he's just like a goat man and he'll just like eat whatever substance you put? And in see, front of at him? that point, why are we not using Guy Fieri, who is already a goat man? <laughs> like, um, I feel like we're ooh, we're on the right path, aren't we? We're getting somewhere. We're, we're getting, getting somewhere. somewhere. I just we got to figure out the the nut to me. The nut mm-hmm. is that moment where you drop down into a kitchen and then just something falls out the sky. And you got to cook it up. You're talking – so you're saying the moment of discovery, the moment of realization of what you're – like that's the, the the peak. That's the best part of each each session? Well, there would be – there would have to be some sort of collectible monster element to it, huh? I guess. So like Pokemon, but instead of collecting all 151, you're collecting every noun that has ever existed throughout mm-hmm. human history. Well, no. I was thinking like you would get a better pe- frying pan. I see what you're saying. Okay, so the gear changes. Yeah, the gear would have to change. Maybe you start out in a more humble kitchen, you work your way up to the Master Chef. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good because that means there's still a sense of progression, even though the whole game's bullshit. Because well, that's what you're telling say, me. Well, don't fucking say that. You're telling fuck. me the whole game's bullshit. Right, I'm Griffin, saying that so. now, but don't. We're not going to say that. We're not going to have that on the box. This cooking game is bullshit. Guy Fieri will like whatever you put in front of him. If you think there's anyone on this earth who has access to a television who doesn't already know that Guy Fieri will like whatever they put in front of them. <laughs> You're completely deceiving yourself. What's the fucking heat? Well, like we got the gameplay nug, right. the, the all cooking simulator. What's the spin? What's the moment where people are like, and check this out. The best, you know, we talked last, last week about there being that one special feature that me- gets mentioned in every review, right? Right. For, for Grandma Wants It Al Dente, it was just v- like really good graphics, <laughs> which didn't end up really panning out. What's it, the fuck? Well, it didn't, it didn't, you know, we did have really good graphic. True. What what's going to be the heat for the cook everything simulator? Mm. Downloadable. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. Just gonna here. Let's both let's count to three. Let's both say a buzzword. Okay, <laughs> and we'll combine, and we'll combine them. Turn it in a future. Let me think of one. All right, hold on. 
So we'll do three, two, one, then say it? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Social. Death. Social, Social permadeath. permadeath. So your, your, your <laughs> Facebook account gets deleted when you lose. Is that what we're talking about? You have no, all your friendships get severed when you lose the game. Okay. You boot up this game. Mm-hmm. And you type it, you log in with your Twitter account as yes. soon as you start the game. And then you're going to have to do like a lot of gameplay to make you forget that you just did that. Right. And so then maybe an hour and a half into the game, have Gordon Ramsay be like a psychologist. Um, you know how in Until Dawn, like yeah. they have those scenes where you like have to talk to the psychologist. Some Silent Hill shattered memory stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in between, he'd be like, say, I'm Gordon Ramsay. What's one thing that is the most terrible and hateful thing you can imagine anybody saying and also racist maybe <laughs> like well gordon that's weird and he's like i know but if you want to move on tell me and i'll give you this brand new pot <laughs> and then so you get a pot and you're incentivized and you're like okay i the guess pot, he brings it up it's like floating and sparkling like above him so it's like irresistible yeah so i guess if i were to say something bad about a people group in the world, it's like as offensive as I can think of. I, I this is it. And he says, "Okay, thank you, sucker." And if then, you, if like, you that's have, weird. Yeah, if you ever fail me in a cooking challenge, or if you ever don't play this game. Sorry, hold on. I don't day. want to back it up too much. But when you tell him, he pauses for a moment and goes, "Damn!" Like he's a little disappointed yeah, in you damn, that you were even rough. able to come up with that. Yeah. Um. And and then so if you ever lose a cooking challenge or. You go more than 24 hours without playing the game, then this thing will be tweeted from your account. Oh, yikes. It's like almost like a, there's a ring component to it. It's a it's a dead a dead man's trigger, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if, it, it, you, if you ever fail Gordon Ramsay in any way, then he tweets, he tweets this shit out. But the spoiler is, when you beat the game, he tweets <clears throat> it out anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. I also think that his demands should, within maybe a month, uh, start becoming more and more outlandish and less and less tied to the game like he it just turns into it's why you don't negotiate with terrorists right yeah like yeah, Gordon yeah. Ramsay is because they they start asking you for things that that are greater and greater because they have all the chips he's got the the only all, all the the bargaining box. and then we can we can drown this game in fucking on-screen advertisements oh yeah we can get nasty with it just like you won't be able to see a pixel of the game behind all of these insane pop-up ads. I'm saying... Because guess what? You have to look at them at least once a day, or else people are going to know some of your more unpopular thoughts about this. this people group. I'm saying, like, check this out. We target 60 frames a second for the game, but every other frame is a pop-up ad that sits there for five seconds, and then you have to close it. Yeah. Like, it's it's like 30 of the 60 frames are advertisements yeah, that so are he's unskippable. Like, so he's like... De- and then you, click the, you have to, like, click through, like, the, here's the Chevy Cruze. You gotta buy uh-huh. it. And he's like... Ah. And then maybe there is a commercial for MasterChef. We could do like a quick crossover there. Mm-hmm. Ah, another thing for Sprite. Ah, a second one for Sprite. Fuck, two in a row. We got to talk to the ad ops Same team Sprite about this. Ad, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the more like because earlier you alluded to the fact that it might be hard to get Gordon Ramsay to voice this, and the more I hear about this, the more I'm thinking there it's going to be hard to get him to give us anything, any identity. I'm thinking we are going to have to make our own Gordon Ramsay stand-in that everyone knows kind of intuitively is Gordon Ramsay, but we still have that thing in the front of the screen that's like this, the people in places in this game are, are not are not based in reality. Or uh, an animate we object get... simulator is made by a diverse team of multiple yeah. backgrounds. So the Assassin's Creed disclaimer? Yeah. I think we do, maybe we get Gordon Ramsay to voice and be the face of this virtual character all the way up to the point where you do reveal your deepest, darkest secret to him. And then we can, what's the fucking point at that point? We own you at that point. Yeah, we don't, he, what, he just why turn spend into, money on his voice acting? Yeah, he'll just be a floating cube with no <laughs> texture on it and no lighting. We can take all the, we only have to make like 90 minutes of a game. Um, and, and then everything past that point, like, we fucking own you. Mm-hmm. It's a textureless gray cube called Sin Cube. <laughs> and it's there to remind you. And at the top of the screen, there's just, like, a ticker that is reminding you that awful <laughs> phrase that'll get tweeted. Maybe you can have you pair your phone to it so you get a notification, like, mm, the Sin Cube hasn't seen you in nearly a day. Are you sure about this? Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not leaving town, are you? You stop the no vacationing or anything. Also, like, oh, while we were in your phone, we grabbed all of your contacts. So don't try deleting your Twitter account because we will text it straight to your oh, aunt fuck, and uncle. That's good. That would be confusing, wouldn't it? If you were an aunt and you got a text from a cube that was like, hey, listen to what Jeremy was totally going to say. 
Yeah, that that Jeremy. Yeah, your 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 nephew Jeremy. Nephew Jer. He can be. He was planning on saying some real ding dong shit. <laughs> he can be real racist when I make. I mean, when he needs to. Jeremy, to. I got a text from a cube <laughs> that said you were going to say something about people from Spain, and like I was confused by it. Mm-hmm. But also, especially because we are Spanish, You're right? Jeremy. I was also offended, so don't ever fucking talk to me again, Jeremy. I'm with the cube. <laughs> we start. That's some merch we could start selling. Everyone who, because that's the thing, most games limit their demographic to the people who will buy and play the game. I think we have an opportunity to license merch to people related to and embarrassed by owners of this game. Right. The Sin Cube. What, can, I mean, do it just be the Sin Cube? I think so. I think we call the game the Sin Cube. Well, <laughs> no, because it's going to give away, this has to be like a trick that we're playing on mm-hmm. all of our players. Okay, you know what? And this is, the, what I love about this episode of Cool Game Saying, we're, we're coming at this from a very cynical, very bitter point of view, because our original, like, work, the, the fucking art that we were really invested in, mm-hmm. uh, failed. So you know what? Fuck everybody. You're think, you're you're buying Sin Cube, and then we're gonna we're gonna goof on you, and we're gonna dis- you. we're not gonna goof on you. We're gonna destroy your job, your career, your family relationship. You'll never work in this town again. What town? The ta- any town that yeah. has internet access. All towns. All totos los towns. Uh, so what will we call it then? I mean, we need a name that's that doesn't give it away right away, right? So like Master Sin Top Cube. You gotta maybe disguise it. Can we just call it Master Chef the Game? Master, yes, I like that idea because well, we're gonna have to put a space in there or do Chef Master or like because I feel like the one thing we got bogged down with last time was overburdening ourselves with with licensing and stuff You're like right. that. Okay, how about a game just called Cook One Up for Gordon? Mm-hmm. Cook One Up for Gordon, like your your life and social standing depends on it. Well, no, you're fucking revealing the prestige. I, look, I, well, I'm glad that you're telling me that because I'm not trying to. But what if we called it? Ru- uh, meal's so good, it'll f- it'll ruin your it'll fuck up your life. Gordon's judgment. Gordon's judgment. Standing in judgment before Gord. The court of Gordon. <laughs> the c- Gord court. Cooking. I think sim- we call it Gord court. Cooking simulator. Gordon. The judgment of Gordon. Not that's not. Yeah, let's go with that. We just we, what you're talking about doing is combining Master Chef. MasterChef Junior, Kitchen Nightmares, all of it. How about, like, Your Kitchen Nightmare? That way, it's peripheral to the brand without being the brand. It gently foreshadows what you know I'm into, the fact that this game will actually ruin your yeah. life for real. Like, Your Kitchen Nightmare? and then But uh, when you see it on the shelf, you're like, oh, I finally, I get to be in Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon your, Ramsay. Your Kitchen Nightmare. Uh, and then on it, we'd be, like, starring the real Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, infinite cooking recipes freestyle real life hardcore cooking simulator and then right there at the bottom oh it's very little oh you'd have to be you'd have to be a borrower to read this bullet point social social permadeath social permadeath it's one bullet point among among many though i mean at this point we could just bring in our consultants yeah i think we need to bring in our consultant and and see see if he can help us like crack the code Justin, welcome to Dr. Polygon's Game Clinic. That's not The doctor will see you now. Your appointment is up. A15, Justin McLeroy? Justin, I'm going to talk to you one-on-one a little bit. Uh, Griffin's still having some latent uh, issues letting go of the name because he really he really liked the first one. He was really uh-huh. and so if you could actually, I think the more I think about it, if you could just indulge him and we'll what play. Seems to be, what seems to be the problem? What's your list of symptoms for your game? Uh, I got my symptoms are this is my favorite podcast and what an honor it is. Not a great introduction. Ooh, uh, Justin, there's no cure for that symptom. I'm afraid to me. except to listen and subscribe and rate on iTunes. More, <laughs> you guys keep making those juicy eps and I'll keep sucking them down. <laughs> um, Justin, blast you, me, my man. Are you ready to just squint your analytical eye? Just squeeze it <laughs> until the juices come out on yeah. our product, and gush, just gush that re- gusher right at me, homie. Just sort Ooh. of refine it. Um, here's here's the pitch. Okay, you listened to the last episode of TV. Yeah, I did. You guys were on the money. I don't know what, what Grant didn't see in your product. Uh, I don't know what the market didn't see on our product because Nick, break the bad news. Well, here's the good news. We're creatively <laughs> very satisfied with it. Uh, we, high we, review, high review scores, high review scores across the board. Uh, Disappointing who, commercial response. Yeah, in so far as we we burned a, uh, a PNG file to a, a DVD ROM and tried to sell that, and that 
while it did pass certification, did not move units at the end of the day. Okay. So we sold no copies, but uh, we are looking at topping it this time. We are making a game that is not really similar in play, although it's thematically adjacent. Yes, there is a cooking element, by which I mean it's all cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again. Again. And you but, might be asking right. yourself, why? How did that happen? Didn't you specifically want to avoid doing the same? And I would I, say, and I would say to you, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. We just, we just went, and this is where we ended up—a cooking game. So you, imagine, Justin, you're a fan of the Master Chef franchise. Uh, some, most of it, yeah. You're standing in the Master Chef kitchen, or if you will, just a very good kitchen. Okay. It's very big, and you have many options for tools that you would use to cook a thing. Okay. Maybe an oven, maybe a mixing bowl, maybe a blender, hmm. and then a stovetop with burners on it. And then the classics. You've got a mandolin, the cutting kind, not the stringed kind. But you've also got a mandolin, the playing kind. You've got knives, and you've got spoons and forks, mm-hmm. and you maybe have tongs, and all kinds of stuff. Do you understand? Yeah. Pressure cookers? Why do, I need a, why do I need a bunch of burners? Like, what kind of dark shit am I getting into that I need all well, these burners? The, well, it's funny you ask. Who am I, what, am I trying to un- what am I trying I, to unload in the I'm trying to Nick, I'm trying to simulate that magic moment that I described earlier in the podcast. Okay, all right. I'll right. Let you, Just to I'll see let if, you it's, it's, if it's got as much fucking heat as it's got. Try okay. it. Let's test it. So, you've got this big ball in kitchen with lots of cooking avenues available to you. And then the ingredient lowers itself from the ceiling. And the ingredient is an old VCR. Or, um, I mentioned this earlier and got very excited about the possibilities, a traffic cone. Or... You know those machines that, like, when you go to a museum and it'll, like, smush the coin into a special shape? Yeah, what, sure. One of those. One that of those machine. lowers itself down from the ceiling. Imagine a chandelier lowers from the ceiling and you're like, oh, what a beautiful life. It, oh, it's still coming down. It's still... Well, now it's just, like, oh, in the pot. Oh, it's on my plate. Yeah. Now it's on my plate. It's an everything cooking simulator. Here's the thing, though. You might be hearing this thinking, like, well, this sounds shitty and bad. <laughs> Thank you. But not. Cook. Fuck. Imagine, like, you know, Cooking Mama. And it's like, today we're going to make a steak. Here's what you do. First off, cook the meat. Then we're going to season the meat. Then we're going to pan fry it. Then we're going to put it in the oven and ladle the juices over it. Congratulations. A plus. You did all the cook- cooking and cutting good. We're not going to give you any of that shit. We're just going to lower a traffic cone into your kitchen, and then how you decide to prepare it is up to you. Everything will be physics-based. Walk him through, like, your appro- one potential approach to a traffic cone. Just name, that was when I really— I'm stuck on traffic cone. Justin, name anything you can see with your eyes right now in your office. Um, a bust of Abraham Lincoln. Okay. What's it made out of? Like ceramic? Ceramic, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you would start by smashing it up a little bit. Maybe you throw a I don't want to do f- that. It's 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 treasured. I treasure it. It's well, fiction. Well, it's a fiction. I have one. bad news. We're going to cook and eat it. So some way it's going to get I'd rather you didn't. I didn't know what I was getting into when you told me to mention anything. You just <laughs> okay, told me to mention something. Name another less valued thing to you. Um... I mean, I bought that for $3 at a Son of a... Name anything. Sales. Just say an object. Um... I, uh, but don't I, say like a ham or something. Like say like an I have wing. an oversized glass from the uh, Midwest chicken wing chain Frickers. Justin, can we can we break it? <laughs> can we break it and cook it? And eat Are you it? okay with I, us breaking it? I like to finish the iced coffee I made for myself in it. Okay, don't. so you finished it, and we just have this Frickers. Cup. I haven't. I I I've Son of a, started it. I have a half empty jar of peanut butter here. How about pour the butter? coffee in the peanut butter jar and give us the glass? No, I mean theoretically. Like, here, I have peanut butter and graham crackers. This is perfect because that'll be easy <laughs> no. to make. A good, they're halfway oh, there. I have peanut butter and graham crackers in a. Okay, you're talking. Box, I know you're talking uh, to apple a, cinnamon crunch. They're not sponsoring this podcast. Don't talk Mix? about them. Okay, you are talking to us on a fucking microphone. Okay, let's just use that. We have to cook. Oh no! I mean, if you were doing cooking, I brought. I've got half. I got a little bit of soup left. I had you some Italian t- wedding soup. Chunky. You don't understand what so we did. You finish that? Well, some macaroni and sausage. even if this was a normal, would you suggest an already made soup to yeah, a that's chef a bad- to cook with? Because that's e- that's weird. Even in <laughs> no, the right like, context, I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't bring down like a, a marbled steak and like okay. an what about heirloom any, tomatoes. Just what about marbles? Do you have? Yeah, some marbles. Oh, I don't have good. any marbles here. No. All right. Uh, I have there's a lot. There's gum. a lot more to this pitch, so we need you to get the fuck on board, or else we're <laughs> going to find somebody else to be a guest on this episode. Uh, okay. Okay. I have an exercise bike. 
Okay, exercise Excellent. bike. It's good. I would love First an, of all, I would love an excuse to not exercise anymore. Okay, then we're gonna cook it we in your bike. You. Okay. <laughs> First of all, there's probably some straps on there. We're gonna cut those off. Mm-hmm. Cut them. Cut them right off there, and then the straps we can cook down into some sort of starch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a lot of metal in there. We're gonna have to melt that down just to be a like mouth comfortable shape. Um, too big right now. I also yeah. think there's a there's opportunities to take the you know the grip that stops you from letting go, stops your hands from sliding. We can yeah. probably shave that into shave some sort that of- up, throw it in the food processor until it's ground down to like fine, like a fine thing, and then maybe we mix it with some eggs and turn it into some sort of bread. I feel like bread is going to be helpful for like a lot of stuff. If it's mm. like that ceramic bust of Abe Lincoln, for instance, I was saying we could just like chop that up into dust and then put some eggs in there and then turn that into bread. Somehow. I feel like we were pretty clear on not destroying Okay, we're not that. going to destroy it. But I what here that's that, that's every time you boot up this game, which we still don't have a title for and we were hoping we could get you to like weigh in on that, but fuck, like I'm so sure you're not going to be any use in that department. Okay. Um after just after talking to you and like knowing what you're bringing to the table sure. now. Um uh you you have to cook up an inanimate object for Gordon Ramsay and he's actually going to be there and he's going to taste the stuff that you make for him and he's going to be like, "Well, it this used to be an exercise bike, so grain of salt, but it's it could have used a little more salt. And um, one of my favorite things is we're we're programming it so that Gordon Ramsay will actually have two totally different reactions he can have. Yeah, either good or either, or or he doesn't like it. Yeah, what's and for good he would say incredible. Yeah, and for bad he would say a little pregnant pause, and then he goes damn. Yeah, so you have those okay, two things, good. and so that's going to be good. I recognize gonna have, those. Yeah, we're only going to have to pay Gordon to say two things, or we <laughs> just lift clips we've DVR'd of, of MasterChef right. and MasterChef Junior. But we do want a binary sort of pass-fail system sure. yeah. for the game, because there are so many so many possibilities. The the possibility space for this is enormous, is, is one of the things that we got to kind of work around. We haven't even gotten to the best thing about this game yet, Justin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I fucked up. Because I should have said at the beginning, before you start cooking, you have to put in your Twitter handle and login information. <laughs> okay. Why, now, why is that? Shh, Don't worry about it. Over. Yeah, don't worry. And now imagine that I said that first, and then I went into this stuff, and you were whisked away to a fantasy world where you were cooking traffic cones for Gordon Ramsay to enjoy. How weird, you would think. But how would I cook a traffic cone? Now you're thinking about it. Would I cut it open like a pepper? Probably. That's probably how I would go at it. And so you're figuring all this out. And then after a few levels, Gordon says, hey, is it? it would probably be one of us. This is the part we, yeah, we, we're not going to be able to use Gordon for this. So yeah. we're going to do, we obviously, you've, you've probably learned so far that we can do pretty good Gordon impressions sure. between the two of us. Hello, yeah. my name's Gordon Ramsay. I have a question for you. And he would say, what's the most hateful thing you could possibly think of saying about a, t- a particular group of people? I want it extra hateful, okay? And if you give me a real hateful answer, I'm going to give you this here cooking pot. And then a oh. cooking pot will appear in front of him. And he'll be like, well, fuck, that would be great. Because I don't know. Maybe the next mission might be a typewriter. And I'll need a big old pot to put that It's a bigger in. pot. Yeah, it's a bigger. It's enough. typewriter. Stuff. And so you type in, you know, something hateful about a group of people. And then as soon as you press enter and have submitted that, what happens, Nick? Uh, so Gordon's visage, the, the polygons that make up Gordon, kind of uh, fall away. <laughs> Yeah. They kind of get reduced until he's a simpler and simpler and simpler political shape until all that's left is a gray textureless cube mm-hmm. that I we're going back and forth on the name. It's either going to be named Sin Cube or just Gord. Um, and Sin Cube is not a lot like Gordon in very many ways. No, because there's he, because there's no voice, there's no production. Imagine mm-hmm. it's just the most basic sort of game yeah. development. No emotion. Um, no, no emotion. Just barely any dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dialogue will just be like cook for cube, and so um, also the the production value just like as a whole, it's just going to kind of go out the window. Imagine gonna we're gonna we're gonna do like a a, a scrum of like a team of like 150 people, artists, animators, illustrators. We're gonna get shadow people in there doing the shadows for the game. The shadow guys will be working shadow guys are gonna be working fucking overtime, just like cranking out this first hour and a half of content. We're gonna get Gordon Ramsay in the studio for like a minute, just so we can say those two words, and then just like that's it for the game. And then the rest of the game is you better fucking come back and keep cooking for this cube, because if not, we're gonna tweet this thing out. We're gonna tweet out this gnarly message you've you've concocted. Mm-hmm. Social permadeath. 
Okay. If you don't log on to this game every 24 hours, SimCube is going to let people know what you really think about people from that particular part of the world. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it's not flattering for it's you It's not going to be them. a nice thing. And it's, we have worked up an algorithm that will screen it to make sure it has the appropriate right. amount of, of slurs and, right. and bad cusses in there. Uh, real we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have Gordon be like no 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 God imagine you're racist what would a racist say <laughs> okay okay do you not do you not want this part damn uh, and we do switch back to the real Gordon's voice for the damn uh, yeah and we also we do use that loop one more time after you enter the 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 awful sentence I have a name for your game what would you think about this what would you think if you called it cook for cube but over the title, you put a cheaply made sticker of Gordon Ramsay giving a thumbs up and maybe sautéing something. Okay, <laughs> so only issue, only issue I, you can see there is on the box. We would not have any words. The game title would be Gordon <laughs> Ramsay giving you a thumbs up. No, no, you're saying we cover the face, whole name? His, no, no, no. His face would obscure four cube. So it's a game called Cook. Cooking. Starting, starting Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> the and game then, is just called Cook? Exclamation point. Cook. No, there's right, no exclamation what, what? point. Because his, there wouldn't be any any uh, punctuation. And then it's a cheaply made sticker, though. That's key. So you time it so that at the exact moment where the uh, the, the the truth is revealed. Yeah, we make it around in your chair. You look at the box. Yes, the sticker falls, falls away. away. Your yeah. Xbox gives off a burst of heat, and it makes the sticker just melt and fall right. off. Exactly. Yep. Can we have it? So the game is cooking for cube. No, we, cook for cube. Cook it's for an cube. order. Yeah, the gerund lets you know there's that too much work went into this. Just cook for cube. Um, with the sticker over for cube with Gordon Ramsay. And can we have Gordon Ramsay, a little speech bubble coming out of him saying, and that's all it is. <laughs> just to sort of drive home, like, this is just a game about cooking. Don't fucking worry about it. Hey, let me know what you really think about this group of people. Do you think it would be worth putting around the rim of the sticker one of those little, what they've got on a mattress that's like, do not remove under yeah, oh penalty God. of government? Uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, good. This uh, Maybe a sticker, maybe the speech bubble says something like, come cook with me. It's just for fun, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a fun game for cooking. Mate. I mean, that was, a, that was an element that I've been trying to struggle with that Griffin was not so hot on is I do think it's important, maybe not for the consumer, but for me creatively, that we foreshadow it. And, in I, some, said, and I said, fuck that and fuck you. I want him on the front with a sticker. And in the sticker, he's saying, I'll always be here throughout the whole length of the game. <laughs> yep. Start to finish. <laughs> I'll never. <laughs> it's a vision, speech bubble coming out of him that says, I'll never be a cube. <laughs> uh, could you make it so that every time you successfully comp- complete a uh, a cube recipe for cube, that uh, you do tweet, but it's not your horrible message. It's just I just completed another recipe in Cook, a completely normal cooking game starring yeah. Gordon Ramsay for the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, so that's um, like make that's viral content. So right we'll there. have the, we'll have that every we'll nine ha- or ten. It does something like another day of not being unexpectedly racist for me. Yeah, and then like maybe a one of the backwards smiley faces. You could actually make it equally tempting also if you uh if you made it so the only way to get a platinum trophy was to tweet the most racist thing possible because eventually you're gonna have somebody break down and be like i gotta get it i yeah, gotta get the trophy mm-hmm. um well here's here's what i'm thinking um the game's gonna be a commercial success because we'll like that's the first thing cube will say will be like hit me up on on itunes uh hit me, hit me up on the you know if you're a video game reviewer, like you absolutely, you don't want your career ended over a hateful tweet. So how, how do you think 9.5 or above sounds? I think it sounds pretty good. Um, I think commercially it's going to be a success because think of the, the advertising opportunities. We can cover the whole fucking screen in advertisements and you have, you just, what have, are you going to do? Not play it? Yeah. You got to play it because it's got a dead man's racist trigger in it. Possibilities are limitless. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like the possibilities are pretty limitless. You can cook for cube or not, and tweet out something racist. Those yeah. are the two options. Mm-hmm. Can we make it that I don't want you've disappointed the cube hypothetically, and you've tweeted out this bad thing. I don't want your relationship with the game to be over because that's a, that's a revenue stream ending every that's time a, that's, somebody tweets something racist and the game ends. The game's gonna have a long tail because you're you're gonna continue this relationship with the sin cube for a long time or else that's it for you socially um but say it does end for you socially can the thing keep tweeting it 
I think mm. that once the, I don't, that seems unethical to me. Actually, you can't yeah. unring that bell, though. I mean, it doesn't get worse. It's just like, well, I guess I should go delete my Twitter account. At the and point. we can't make it tweet things you didn't write. Like it has to be from you. That's the punch. That's because the then you can We've be like, spoken with our legal department about it, and as long as they wrote it, we're it's good. fair use. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Maybe we do different media social media channels. And you don't know which one it's going to end up, so you can't fucking prevent it. So, sorry, you start the game, log in with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, a hipstagram, fucking Snapchat, Club Penguin. Uh, I've listened to a lot of episodes of Cool Games, Inc., and it seems, like, even back before you guys had a name, um, and it seems to me like this design work should have been done before you brought me on. I, I feel like I'm maybe carrying more than my load right now i mean i think we we brought you most of this fully formed i think what we're looking for you is that from the way you see it that's interesting. we got the ball that's... to the we got the ball of the fucking 95 yard line we're i don't know what for a name and that's just... yeah and that's it cook for cube thanks for the name you're not we're having the opposite problem justin with you that we have with chris which chris chris was just like fuck this fuck you guys fuck your creativity and all your hard work and you are like hey great hard work that's mine yeah yeah, I know what you mean. Um, hmm. If you were to review this game, uh-huh. well, there's no point in asking you. It would be a 9.5 or above. Yeah, I mean, it's it, mandatory. It seems, seems like that would be out of my hands. Would you find yourself behold? Would you, would you be the type of person? Because I think we're going to get a lot of folks who are like, you know what? Fuck it. It's time that like I came to grips with this racist part of myself inside, and like I just let let the world know um, I'm going to stand in my truth and like just try and grow and recover from this. And this is going to fix a lot of people's racism because you got to get that stuff out there before you can grow from it. Um, I think yeah, you're going to have a lot of people like saying- that, and the, the revenue stream is going to shut down right there, and then we're going to have to do like a Steam refund. Um, <laughs> but there's going to be a lot of people, I think, like you, Justin, who are just – we're just going to possess you. We're going to own you. So you're saying that the horrific thing that you tweet, the important thing is that you mean it. On some level, you definitely need yeah. to mean it. Well, I mean, think it's, that's the only way to heal, and that's the only way to kind of Gord- move forward. Gordon's going Gordon's to scan your tweets when you log in f- uh, using an algorithm that will tell, like, discover, like, he'll, he already knows what the racist thing is that you so desperately want to tweet. Um, and so if you try to send in some fakey fake bullshit, he's going to be like, no, no, no. Look inside yourself. No, no. You know who you... You know who you really got stinky thoughts for. <laughs> no, no, no. I want those real, real stinky thoughts. Come on now. You know who you think them about, the, the bad ones? Hey, come on now. I've read your tweets. I know who you think the bad ones are. Tell me your stink thoughts. <laughs> the, the more we talk about this, the more I am really feeling like I would be deeply into the idea of just... Cl- fucking up a single recipe for a cube and just like being freed from my online identity forever like yeah. i feel like i would just really give in to like here it is justin mcroy as you know him is gone grab my bug out bag and just go <laughs> right. cabin spear fishing like <laughs> yeah. Right here. yeah take take whatever members of my family i could pack into my trunk and just go you know yeah get off the grid for good yeah i think that this this game would provide a service to those people and can i say something this is fucking art isn't it like the, something I can't stop thinking about is the fact that like this this level of player interaction of their their relationship to the game it's real. There's something it's real, real there. It's very yeah. real. What if uh, that had been what happened when you got to the end of Curiosity? Whoever clicked the cube blast just blasted out the most racist things. <laughs> it was fucked up. <laughs> like they, like uh, look, it did. I changed your world. Mod on you. Or you got to write a racist tweet that blasted out everybody else who had All ever the been Twitter chipping accounts. away those cubes. Everyone on Twitter except you is really embarrassed. <laughs> it would be like the world just suddenly covered in mood slime. Like a just sudden blast of psychic energy. Just racist psychic energy. Just Like the whole thing with curiosity was at the end you got to become God or whatever, right? And like rule over the... This is you becoming God in a much more real way where you're the only human being who can look yourself in the mirror in the eyes. And- yeah, just like three million voices all screaming the same racist thing at once and like an alien planet two <laughs> galaxies away. It's like, did you hear that? What the fuck? So, Justin, thanks for joining. Do you think this one's going to sell better than... For a while. Uh, well, we have to hold this episode, don't we? All uh, right, we're, we are recording this... In April of 2014, let's mm-hmm. put it up like the 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 first week in February 2016. Like early February? That yeah. That sounds good. Um, and then, I mean, we're definitely going to follow through with this one, right, Nick? Oh, for sure. I think this is going to be one that we – it's too good of an idea not to move on tomorrow. You want to wake up early tomorrow and, and start cranking away on this? I think we'll have it done. Yeah. 
Um, I'll just schedule the podcast episode to post on, I don't know, February, I'm going to say 5th? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Let's, we'll be done by then. Okay. Uh, Justin, thanks for joining us. It's really my pleasure. Thanks. I'm glad I could help so much. Um, and thanks for listening to Cool Games Inc. Please like us. Oh, yeah, we have. But like all of, the ways that help us. We have, a, we have an iTunes thing now. We're on there, right? Yeah. Please like us there. Please like us. Remember to like us on iTunes. <laughs> Please like, download, and help. Help us out, like us, and, and download us. That was not a good outro. Mm-hmm.